Hello, everybody. Welcome. This is the podcast "Woman and Mythology," and I'm your host, Maria. In today's episode, I will retell the story of the Ugly Duckling, a very famous story that you might have heard when you were a child. The story was first published in 1845 by Hans Christian Andersen. Andersen was a strong advocate for finding one's own kind, and the story of the Ugly Duckling shares this very clearly with us. About hanging on until we find the community we truly belong to. So let's start with our story. It was near the time of harvest. The old women were making green dolls from corn sheaves. The old men were mending the blankets. The girls were embroidering their white dresses with blood red flowers. The boys were singing as they pitched golden hay. The women were knitting shirts for the coming winter. The men were helping to pick and pull and cut the fruits the fields had brought forth. The wind was just beginning to loosen the leaves a little more, and then a little more each day. And down by the river, there was a mother duck on her nest of eggs. Everything was going as it should for this mother duck, and finally, one by one of her eggs began to tremble and shake, until the shells cracked and out staggered all her new ducklings. But there was one egg left, a very big egg. It just sat there like a stone. An old duck came by, and the duck mother showed off her new children. Aren't they good looking? She bragged. But the unhatched egg caught the old duck's attention, and she tried to dissuade the duck mother from sitting on that egg any longer. "It's a turkey egg!" exclaimed the old duck. "Not a proper kind of egg at all. Can't get a turkey into the water, you know." She knew, for she had tried. But the mother duck felt that she had been sitting for such a long time. A little longer would not hurt. "I'm not worried about that," she said. "But do you know?" That father of these ducklings hasn't come to visit me once. But eventually, the big egg began to shudder and roll. It finally broke open, and out tumbled a big creature. His skin was etched with curly red and blue veins. His feet were pale purple. His eyes transparent pink. The mother duck cocked her head and stretched her neck and peered at him. She couldn't help herself. She pronounced him ugly. Maybe it is a turkey after all. She worried. But when the ugly duckling took to the water with the other offsprings, the duck mother saw that he swam straight and true. Yes, he's one of my own, even though he's very peculiar in appearance. But actually, in the right light, he's almost handsome. So she presented him to the other creatures in the farmyard, but before she knew it, another duck shot across the courtyard and bit the ugly duckling right in the face. The duck mother cried, "Stop!" But the bully sputtered, "Well, he looks so strange and ugly. He needs to be pushed around." And the queen duck said, "Oh, another brood! As though we don't have enough mouths to feed." And that one over there, the big ugly one. Well, surely he was a mistake. He's not a mistake," said the duck mother. "He's going to be very strong. He just laid in the egg too long, and is yet a little misshapen. He'll straight out, though. You'll see." 
She groomed the ugly duckling's feathers and licked his cowlicks. But the others did all they could to harass the ugly duckling. They flew at him, bit him, pecked him, hissed him, and screeched at him. And their torment of him grew worse as time went on. He hip, he dodged, he zigzagged left and right, but he could not escape. The duckling was as miserable as any creature could be. At first, his mother defended him, but even she grew tired of it all and said, I wish you would just go away. And so the ugly duckling ran away, with most of his feathers pulled out and looking extremely beraggled. He ran and ran until he reached a marsh. There he lay down at the water's edge, with his neck stretched out and sipped as he could from the water now and then. From the rushes, two ganders watched him. They were young and full of themselves. Say there, you ugly thing, they said. Want to come with us over to the next county? There's a gaggle of young unmarried geese over there, just right for the choosing. Suddenly, shots rang out and the ganders felled with a tud and the marsh water ran red with their blood. The ugly duckling dived for cover and all around were shots and smokes and dogs barking. At last, the marsh became quiet and the duckling ran and flew as far away as he could. Towards nightfall, he came to a poor hovel. The door was hanging by a thread. There were more cracks than walls. Here lived an old, raggedy woman with her uncombed cat and her crossed-eyed hen. The cat earned her keep with the old woman by catching mice. The hen earned her keep by laying eggs. The old woman felt lucky to have found a duck. Maybe it will lay eggs, she thought, and if not, we can kill it and eat it. So the duck stayed, but he was tormented by the cat and the hen, who asked him, What good are you if you cannot lay and you cannot catch? What I love best, said the duckling, is to be under. Whether it is under the wide blue sky or under the cool blue water. The cat could make no sense of being under the water and criticized the duckling for his stupid dreams. The hen could make no sense of getting her feathers all wet, and she made fun of the duckling too. In the end, it was clear there would be no peace for the duckling there, so he left to see if things would be better down the road. He came upon a pond, and as he swam there, it became colder and colder. A flock of creatures flew overhead, the most beautiful he had ever seen. They cried down to him, and hearing their sounds make the, his heart leap and break at the same time. He cried back in a sound he had never made before. He had never seen creatures more beautiful than they, and he had never felt more bereft. He turned and turned in the water to watch them till they flew out of sight. Then he dove to the bottom of the lake and huddled there, trembling. He was beside himself, for he felt a desperate love for those great white birds, a love he could not understand. A colder wind began and blew harder and harder through the days, and snow came upon frost. The old man broke the ice in the milk pails, and the old woman spun long into the night. The mothers fed three mouths at once by candlelight, and the men searched for the sheep under white skies at midnight. And down at the pond nearby, 
the duckling had to swim faster and faster in circles to keep a place for himself in the ice. One morning, the duckling found himself frozen in the ice, and it was then that he felt he would die. Two mallards flew down and skipped under the ice. They surveyed the duck. You are ugly, they barked. Too bad, so sad. Nothing can be done for such as you. And off they flew. Luckily, a farmer came by and freed the duckling by breaking the ice with his staff. He lifted the duckling up and tucked him under his coat and marched home. In the farmer's house, the children reached for the duckling, but he was afraid. He flew up to the rafters, making all the dust fall down into the butter. From there, he dove right into the milk pitcher, and as he struggled out all wet and woozy, he fell over into the flour barrel. The farmer's wife chased him with her broom, and the children screamed with laughter. The duckling flapped through the cat's door and outside at last lay in the snow half dead. From there, he struggled until he came to another pond, then another house, another pond another house, and the entire winter was spent this way, alternating between life and death. And even so, the gentle breath of spring came again, and the old woman shook out the feather beds, and the old men put away their long underwear. New babies came in the night, while fathers paced the yard under starry skies. During daylight, the young girls put daffodils in their head, and young men studied girls' ankles. And on a pond nearby, the water became warmer, and the ugly duckling who floated there stretched his wings. How strong and big his wings were! They lifted him high over the land. From the air, he saw the farmers plowing, the young of all nature hatching, tumbling, buzzing, and swimming. Also paddling on the pond were three swans, the same beautiful creature he had seen the autumn before, those that so caused his heart to ache. He felt pulled to join them. What if they act as though they like me, and then just as I join them, they fly away laughing, thought the duckling. But he glided down and landed on the pond, his heart beating hard. As soon as they saw him, the swans began to swim towards him. No doubt, I am about to meet my end, thought the duckling. But if I am to be killed, then rather by these beautiful creatures than by hunters, farm wives, or long winters. And he bowed his head to await the blows. But voila, in the reflection, in the water, he saw a swan in full dress with snowy plumage. The duckling did not at first recognize himself, for he looked just like the beautiful strangers, just like those he had admired from afar. And it turned out that he was one of them after all. His egg had accidentally rolled into a family of ducks. He was a swan, a glorious swan, and for the first time his own kind came near him and touched him gently and lovingly with their wing tips. They groomed him with their beaks and swam around him and round him in greeting. And the children who came to feed the swan bits of bread cried out, There's a new one! There's a new one! And as children everywhere do, they ran to tell everyone. And the old women came down to the water, unbraiding their long silver hair. 
and the young men cupped the deep green waters in their hands and flicked it at the young girls who blushed like petals. The men took time away from milking just to breathe the air. The women took time away from mending just to laugh with their mates. And the old men told stories about how war is too long and life's too short. And one by one, because of life and passion and time passing, they all danced away. The young men, the young women, all danced away. And the old ones, the husbands, the wives, they all danced away. The children and the swans all danced away, leaving just us and the springtime. And down by the river, another mother duck begins to brood on her nest of eggs. So this is the story of the ugly duckling. I hope you enjoyed listening to this tale. And on the next episode, I will share with you the interpretation. We will look at the symbols, elements, and characters of this story and see what they mean in our contemporary life. We will look into what the ugly duckling can teach us and how can we find the same endurance that the ugly duckling had to keep going until he found his soulful and right family. Until then, I invite you to reflect what are the images of this tale that comes alive to you? In which moments of the story do you see yourself at? If you like to share the symbol or the moment in this story that resonate with you, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Woman and Mythology or through my website, womanandmythology.com. Until our next episode, I wish you the courage and the endurance of the ugly duckling. Podcast Network.